This episode of Silly Talks About Science Fiction is brought to you by the Sharkano. Sharkano. An underwater volcano erupted, spewing forth the Sharkano. Sharkano, lava and sharks. Written, directed, produced, and starring Joe Mason. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jeff Gritman. And I'm Kristen Kist. And we're the co-authors of a silly science fiction comedy book series called Prison Dad. Starring Les Gum. We have four books that involve funny things like a squirrel cane. Sasquatch. Aliens. Shark attacks. And how our drunken friends deal with all these situations. Indeed. Whoops. Oops. So welcome to our fall movie extravaganza. Extravaganza! Our, our main reason for doing this was that one of our most popular podcasts of all time was our summer movie, Extravaganza! And also, I'm really excited about fall, and I can't wait for my first pumpkin spice latte of the year. But that's all I have to say about that. Great. I already, I already saw someone post. My friend Rebecca, she already posted that she had one already. Oh, like, no. It is you got to wait until September, baby. Put on the fuzzy socks. Get the hoodies out. Get You're wearing a hoodie right now. I know. It's a little chilly in here. Mm-hmm. I like it cold. I, that's fine. I enjoy nice air conditioning as well. Yeah. But I just had a little chill. It's good. You know? Yeah. Keeps the blood going. I know. I'm, I'm going to visit my sister this week in Arkansas, and I was asking my parents what I should pack, and they live in Florida most of the time, and they told me a sweater and long pants. So I was like, hmm? So I wrote to my sister, and she was like, it was 90 degrees today. <laughs> so needless to say, I'll pack shorts and t-shirts. So before we get to the movies, we just want to say yes. that uh, you should come see us at Chessie Con. Oh, yes. This Please come see us November. in November, the weekend after Thanksgiving, but right? it's the immediate weekend, so it's the next day. It's, it's Black Friday, Friday Saturday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, Chessie Con is in Townsend, Maryland, uh, just north of D.C. Uh, we have a table... We're doing a presentation on uh, funniest moments in Star Wars, Wars versus Star, Star Trek. Trek. Yep. Yep. Uh, we're doing a reading of. Uh, we're still trying to decide, I guess. Muffin Pound Civilization. Yeah, Muffin Pound Civilization. That's going. That's a story that's going to be in our new book. Yes. So um, that'll be fun. So the new book will be out by then. Indeed. We yes, hope. that'll be exciting. We, we well, I'm I'm diligently chipping away at yeah. the editing piece. We got a lot of editing done last week. We were so productive. We were out to like one in the morning on like a work night. Look at us. No, we were working really hard. We really do. But anyway, enough about us. Right. We're going to talk about some fall sci-fi movies. Yay, and some fall creepy movies. Sci-fi, horror, fantasy. And maybe a couple of cartoons. Yeah, which are still in the genre. I feel like there's only one non-genre movie we're going to talk about, and that's because it looks hysterical. it looks really great. And, like, the actors are people that we've loved in a lot of things, so, you know. So we're going to cover these movies in the order of their release date. Right. Now, there's a possibility that, you know, being that it's August, these uh, release dates might change, but we feel like they're pretty concrete, you know, for the next four months, as is. true. So the first movie we want to talk about comes out on September 2nd, and it's called Morgan. Morgan. No, it's a it's story. It's not about Morgan Freeman. Yeah. And it's not Although about Morgan be Fairchild. It's a dope movie. Um, no, but anyway, it's about a <laughs> it's about a little girl who's basically like genetically engineered with um synthetic DNA and she's, you know, created by a corporation and she 
there's an incident, right? And then she escapes. And the story's about um, Kate Mara plays a corporate fixer, which is essentially, you know, if you if you don't watch, you know, Scandal and other shows like that, it's someone who um, comes in and sort of saves the day when a corporation has, uh, you know, screwed the pooch. Mm-hmm. And that's what seems to have gone down with Miss Morgan, who has all sorts of uh, mind, you know, bending powers. She's got powers. some telekinetic powers. Yeah, she, she threw Paul Giamatti across a room. Yeah, in the Dang. trailer, yeah. Yeah, brutal. Like, yeah. Uh, who else did we, Screw did we your see? Screw Pinot Noir, sir. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's produced by Ridley Scott, and it's directed by Luke Scott, which yes. is his son. Pretty cool. And um, it, looks, it looks awesome. It looks like a fun, you know... Sad, interesting, yeah. complicated, you know... I don't like, think I'll get to the theater to see this one, but I'm definitely, definitely already added to Netflix queue. Uh, yeah, I'm going to check it out. Like, probably something I'd see later. Yeah, like Splice. Like, yeah. I didn't see Splice in the theater. Right, yeah, that Splice. Really yeah, that's a good example. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it, feels, it feels a lot like Splice. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it'll be better than Splice, though. Yeah, Splice was a little weird. And every every time they showed, like, the alien, it looked like a wang to me. Nah. Until it became, like, a person. But anyway, that's just me. I see wangs everywhere. So Morgan looked cool. Uh, we're definitely interested in Morgan. <laughs> Uh, moving on, the big the big secret. Whoa, it's a big reveal about a movie that I thought was really really boring when I saw it. <laughs> so we all knew it as The Woods when we when we read about it over the summer, but then right. it was revealed at Comic Con that the, the Woods is actually Blair Witch Part Eighteen. Did you see Blair Witch in the theater when in the nineties? I did not. I saw I it at home with my family yeah. and my cousin Polly, who made fun of it. The entire oh, that was my bootleg copy yes. I had. You know? And I was like so ready to be scared, and Paul and my sister just kept making fun of it the whole time. So I think I Paul was, and your like, sister do that because they're trying to like it's like a defense because they do that all the time during scary stuff. Yeah, they they probably do. It's Although, yeah, but then Paul thought it was like so hilarious. He got my sister like a Blair Witch poster for <laughs> Christmas, and she was like so angry at him. But, so, um, yeah. here, so here my experience of watching Blair Witch, the original one, was just sort of like I guess that's a neat concept, but uh, it was kind of cool in the theater. Everyone was screaming, you know. Right. Um, I thought it was cool how it was shot. How like you know they just sent them out in the woods and they left them like a little care package every day, kind of thing, or they'd like right. mess with them when they were sleeping and stuff. I, yeah. I thought that was kind of like an interesting uh, filmmaking right. uh, kind of way. So here's as interesting as you know we got like the brother of um, the brother of somebody somebody from Shameless. I think they said. Can't remember the guy's yeah, name. Yeah, it says James Allen McCune. So I don't know which which guy that is from Shameless. I don't know if that's um. Maybe it helps to do our research first. Oh, I know, I know. I haven't watched Shameless in so long. Either. I gave up on that it's, show. Oh, it's it's the um the gay brother. Yeah. Yeah, he's a really good actor. Yeah, he is. They're all good actors. No, that's true. There are a lot. There are a lot of good actors on that show, but um. Maddie Baker. Maddie Baker. Eleven hmm. episodes. Okay. Oh, weird. Maybe it's not who. Yeah, maybe it's not who I thought it was. It's probably someone who joined the show after I stopped watching it. Oh yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not the gay brother. I don't know who that is. We'll have to edit that out because I don't know who that guy is. Yeah. Or we just leave it in to prove that we're real people. <laughs> That's true. And so then anyway, I stopped watching Shameless. Now I'm gonna watch this. I'm not gonna see it in the theater. I'll probably wait. Uh, wait for it. But you know what? I'm kind of interested to like. It's kind of like a cool like take. I hope they bring back some of the original actors yeah. and the actress. You know, bring them back as like you know maybe they're still out there. Maybe they don't realize how long they've been out there. Uh, oh, yeah, there's a lot that's of potential, an idea, yeah. right? Because remember, there was the Blair Witch Book of Shadows. Yeah, I did see that too. That I was out of my mind. so terrible. Yeah, yeah. That was like 
beyond terrible. Yeah. 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 It barely had any, it had nothing to do. It, had, it was, it reminded me of like that horrible Halloween three. That's like season of the witch that has not a goddamn thing to do with Michael Myers. <laughs> right. Like the movie ever. <laughs> and every time it comes on at Halloween, I want to punch someone. Cause I'm like, this should not be considered a movie in the Halloween lexicon. But in any event, yeah, there's new Blair Witch coming to ruin your life. I'm going to, I'm going to watch the Blair Witch. They went back to where they originally shot it. They, um, yeah, yeah, I'll watch it. So uh, I, but I'm not, yeah, I'll watch it on DVD. Yeah, and I, I think hope it looks it's better than creepy. The Witch because that was not. That movie good. was terrible. Except for Black Phillip. Yeah. <laughs> there were so many times this year that we were like, you know, really, really talking up A24 films. And then we saw. It was like the trifecta of like poor movies. It was like The Witch was a letdown. Uh, that was the biggest letdown. Yeah. The Lobster was a letdown. Yeah, The Lobster was just a lot Lobster's, sadder than like, I thought. Like the first half of it was great. Yeah. And then, then it's like, then it got did weird. someone just like, you know, hit the bong again and wrote what they thought was going to be funny? Or because some French guy came in and wrote the end because yeah. his French movies are yeah. so dark and bleak. Yeah. And then Green Room was a letdown. I thought the acting was great, but yeah. I, I wasn't paying attention to it because I was f- really focused on editing, yeah. and the parts that I did watch just either grossed me out or I was just like, what? Uh, I was really disappointed yeah. in JLP, too. I know. He was, like, barely in it. Yeah. I just want to watch that show where he's funny again. I love that show. I was yeah. thinking about that show the other day when I was doing laundry. It's good stuff. And he's, like, getting drunk on his whiskey with his best mate. Talking about the Falklands. Yep. <laughs> Anyway, so Blair Witch, anyway, we I'm going to watch. I, it's I'll watch be it, but I'm not spending extra romp. money on that. Um, but this next one, I'm next I one totally going to see. Um, Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. Um, yeah. I have this book, and I've been meaning, it's on my it's on my to-be-read to list, which is like four miles long. I was going to say, how's that going? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I have it's there behind my um, William Shakespeare's versions of uh, Star Wars movies um, and several other books, but um, I I do intend to read it. Um, but this movie looks really cool. Um, Tim Burton's involved, which always gets me amped because I love him, um, and it just looks cool and creepy. You know, creepy little kids. So basically, fun. the premise here is that you know, if you can say in, in one aspect that you know they're the X Men because they're kids with powers that live in this big mansion, but at the same time they're no heroes. Right. They're, just they're just kids just trying, trying to, to figure, and they're kids. They're kids, kids. They're yeah, like little kids. Yeah, so they're they're just trying to survive. Um, and the, you know they're going. And it's, it's Tim Burton, and we need to have a Tim Burton podcast sometime where yeah. we bring in. Uh, I want to bring in Nicole. Uh, you lick me, and I want to bring in Joe Spence because Joe and I feel the same way about Tim Burton movies, and you and Nicole feel the same way about Tim Burton movies. So I think it'll be a fun round table. To, the four of us. It, yeah, I, I just love Tim Burton. I think he's because really I think Joe has the ability to sway everybody. I maybe, but I really just enjoy his art. I, I've even seen his like paintings and and sculptures, and he's an amazing artist. Yeah, he really is. So, right. Meh. So anyway, the movie looks great. You got some Samuel L. Yeah, he looks really creepy in yeah. this, and that's fun. Yeah. I love when he like plays these interesting, like fringy characters. Right, like, really creepy. Like he does a good job. Um, and um, yeah, what's her name? Eva Green, I think that she was in um, Penny Dreadful, and she's Miss Peregrine. She's just like very beautiful and interesting to look at. So Eva Green um, is correct. Yeah. Um, so she's Miss Peregrine, so that'll be fun. And it just looks like a beautiful, interesting movie. It's it looked fun and creepy and just like cool. So I'm I'm all about this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely, definitely looks looks awesome. 
The next one is going to be a major bomb. Yeah, we just I'm totally wanna, not going to see we're it. We're going to throw just wanted, it out. Yeah, we wanted to give a shout out to it because it's technically sort of science fiction. It's more fantasy, I think. Right. Right. So it's it's the live action Beauty and the Beast, which I know the Cinderella one, I guess, was very successful. I have not seen that. Apparently, there's Isn't a little... there a Beauty and the Beast TV show on CW right now anyway? Uh, I think so. And then there was a movie called Beastly that came out a few years ago. Right, I remember that Vanessa Hudgens and that horrendous, horrible model guy that was in Magic Mike. Um, And then there was the TV show when we were kids with, like, Linda Hamilton. Yeah, I remember remember that one when we were kids. like, lived in the subway. Right. It's like a romance. Romance. Spicy times. Yeah, kind of weird. Uh, but anyway, so I don't know anything about this. I, but um, also, Chloe Grace Moritz is working on a uh, live-action version of The Little Mermaid, which I'm actually kind of amped to see because she said they changed it to be more of a feminist story, which is what I always wanted for my girl, Ariel. But you're, you're a big fan, I know. I'm a huge fan of Little Mermaid, um, mostly because I wish I was a mermaid, but that didn't work out, so maybe in my next life. Um, but yeah, so so Beauty and the Beast are doing a live-action to me, yeah, it's because it's it's a uh, it's a human that's become an animal. So no, I, no, so, I back it. It, yeah. it. it falls under sci-fi, but, uh, and it falls under a movie know. that um, I haven't heard anything else about this. I didn't even know there was anything like this. You saw it in Entertainment Weekly, right? Yeah. yeah so like, I was just nope, kind of like, oh, nope. we should probably mention this, but I know nothing about it. So and, we think it's uh, going to be a major bomb. Yeah, I'm and just going even to say it for it's definitely not something I. Go to see in the theater. I'm not the hugest Beauty and the Beast fan, even though like I like the character of Belle because she reads books and that's pretty dope. But um, just it was never my cup of tea. Um, but yeah, so who knows? Maybe it'll be good. I have no idea. It's not going to be a musical, so that's that's that's, that's a plus. Because while we're on the subject of musicals, I would just like to just take this moment, to stand in my soapbox, and say how terrible and how much the. Flash and Supergirl are my favorite shows that are on TV right now, and they're doing a musical episode, because they were both oh, on Glee. Oh, yeah, they were. And they're doing a musical crossover episode, and I'm saying now that's going to be terrible, and I'm not looking forward to this, and I'm extremely disappointed okay. that this is happening. That's fair. I really enjoyed Buffy's musical. I need to like simmer down right great. now. Yeah. But I, I don't mind musicals, right. and I think if they're done well, they're kind of cool. I still would, I'd love to go see Hamilton, um, or even hear the soundtrack. I'm trying to see if, where I can get that. I think if you want Hamilton tickets, I think they're available in like 2025. Yeah, I and think I think so. if I wanted one now, I'd probably have to like give my first child, if I ever have one, to, to get to go. But, um, but yeah, I don't mind musicals if they're well done. I, you know, obviously everybody has low tolerance for bad musicals. But. <laughs> <laughs> but it won't be a musical, and it'll be the story of Beauty and the Beast, and you know what? I don't care. Moving on. <laughs> We're going to move on to, uh, to back-to-back non-sci-fi movies yeah, but we just, on Silly Talks About Science Fiction. Yes. But we, we, we feel like that, as sci-fi fans, an absurd humor movie, we can all get behind. I feel like most sci-fi fans like Anchorman or old school. Yeah. You know, and I feel like when I saw the trailer for Masterminds, I felt like it was totally along the same lines. What we got here is we got, um, his name is completely escaping me. Zach Galifianakis. Yes, Zach Galifianakis, Kristen Wiig, Jason Sudeikis, Owen Wilson. Yep. Um, Zach and Kristen are are armored truck drivers. Yes. Who have to rob a bank. Um, yeah, they steal the they, money that they get from the armored truck. Right, and it's all Owen Wilson's plan, and it was Jason Sudeikis' money, so he's trying to track them down and kill them, and it just looks downright hysterical. It looks so silly, and, and yeah, just like 
fun. And it I just, just love fun. all of them. Fun! Yeah. That's what we always say on this podcast. So we had, we had to give a shout out to it because we just watched the um, ad for it again. It just looks like it's going to be hilarious. So all right. Yeah. I got to see that one. Yep. Yep. Moving um, on, uh, yeah. the other non-sci-fi movie is a book you love. Yeah, um, The Girl on the Train. Um, and this comes out on, now we're in October, this is October 7th. Yeah, so this is my birthday present this year, I guess, that mm-hmm. I get to go see this. Um, but Kristen's yeah, birthday is on October 13th. It is, I was like born to. on a Friday the 13th, for those right? of you who are Buffy fans. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, so I think this movie still looks pretty cool. I thought the book was cool. Um, it's basically about this woman who is a hot mess alcoholic, and she can't remember um, this one evening of her life, um, basically because she regularly gets blackout drunk. And on this particular evening, this woman who she's been spying on on her regular day-to-day tra- train trips is murdered. So she's sort of in the middle of this mystery, but nobody knows that she'd seen anything, and she doesn't know what she saw, right? So it's not really sci-fi, um, but it's cool because it's mysterious, and um, you know, and it, it's an interesting story. And I it really, um, it was a very popular book. It was a very popular book because it's it's a fun read. You know, it's a it's a pretty straightforward story. Um, I just really thought the main character was interesting. That's what drew me into the story because she's just such a broken mess and and sad you know um anyway i'm i'm intrigued by this movie and i thought it was a fun little mystery so i'm gonna check it out cool cool all right yeah next one is definitely along the fantasy lines on right. october 21st we got a monster calls yeah, what we have dope. here is a little boy is his mother's uh felicity jones who we know uh, she'll be in rogue one also this fall and he's hanging out with scary groot uh yeah so basically um Felicity Jones is really sick, and he has to go live with Sigourney Weaver. She's a crabby grandma. Yeah, she's totally crabby. Crabby grandma Sigourney. Crabby. Um, and uh, while he's there, he's he's picturing all of his anger and rage and frustration as uh, basically the monster looks like Groot. Yeah, he looks like a giant Groot. Groot. <laughs> <laughs> um, voiced by Liam Neeson. So you know, at some point, someone's going to get taken. taken. <laughs> Oh, you've done so much in your career, and that's all I ever say. Poor Liam. He's going to punch me in the face one day. Oh, yeah? (laughs) You want to get taken, Jeff? You want to get taken? Wham! He's going to be like, (laughs) I just want to buy this box of Lucky Charms. (laughs) (laughs) But I understand they're intended only for children. Is that correct? (laughs) If I take this box of Lucky Charms, are you going to call someone and tell them? Outstanding, sir. Outstanding. Uh, so the movie, the movie definitely looks visually awesome. Yeah, you know, a cool um, story like for you, you can kids. tell from the trailer already that you know he, no one else sees a monster except for him. You know, right. he is the monster, but definitely in the fantasy realm, um, very cool looking movie. It's gonna be very sad. You know, it's gonna be sad. Sad, and, but and, also like interesting and sort of like a good metaphor for children to understand about dealing with their feelings. You know, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. important. A lot of children. Oh, yeah. I got a three-year-old that could definitely benefit from that. Yeah. He was even looking at Logan that. Could have when a little I was, great. Um, little great. He watched the trailer with me today when I was, like, fun. doing some research this morning. He watched that with me, and uh, then I showed him Rogue One. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't, Was he scared of that at all, or he was, like, amped? Rogue One? Yeah. He didn't really know what it was at first okay, yeah. until he saw the Death Star. And then he's oh, like, yeah. Death Star! Oh. The Death Star! The Death Star! And then you see, like, the Imperial Walker, and he's like, that thing! That thing! So, yeah, it was awesome. So cute. We'll get to Rogue One, though. We'll get there. Yes, we'll get Jeff, there. Jeff's son, since he was, like, 
firstborn, I've been inundating him with Star Wars books, and you obviously yeah. Jeff has been yeah. showing him all the movies and mm-hmm. reading him said books. Yeah. But, yeah, so he's, like, a genius at Star Wars yeah. at this point. He's, like, three, and he, like, knows everybody. Yeah. <laughs> he loves calling people uncar. You uncar. <laughs> so cute. Anyway, so, uh, two weeks ago... We had a podcast Mm -hmm. where we were talking about um, games, games Games that were in movies or games that were like, like, you know, like movies based on the game or movies where a game was like part of it. And Kristen uh, went on a small rant about how she watched Ouija (laughs) and how bad it was. And then we learned like the next day. That apparently much. it was like a takeaway hit or something. Yeah. At least people loved it. I don't get it. I honestly, like, if you want to watch a scary movie about a Ouija board, like, why wouldn't you just watch Poltergeist? I mean, not Poltergeist. Um, The Exorcist, which is... Exorcist? Yeah. And there was a lot of Ouija in the first um, Paranormal Activity, the good yeah, one. Yeah, that's scary. Yeah, too. that first one was scary. Yeah. After that. Mm. After that, just got you know, got old. What do you expect? But I mean, so yeah, there's going to be a new Ouija. It actually, the ad that I saw, it actually does look kind of creepy. It's a little girl oh, that gets, um, mm-hmm. she gets sort of a, uh, possessed by um, a demon that comes out of the Ouija board, which is the basis of um, The Exorcist as well. So this is supposed to take place before the stealth 2014 hit, they say. <sighs> yeah, before the teenagers found the Ouija board and randomly started dying, but not in the cool way that they did in that other video game, that movie that I talked about, that same podcast. So I'm just going to go watch that again instead of Ouija. Yeah. And so, I'll probably watch that again instead of watching the new Ouija. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I might, I'll probably watch the new Ouija. I can't, I can't not watch horror movies. Like even when they're really stupid, like I, I just, I need to see them. Do you find yourself like you wake up an hour into a movie and you're like, <gasps> have I been watching this the whole time? Not scary movies. Like you're like possessed time. and like, no. You're possessed by the bad movie. By the bad movie? <laughs> no. You're I drawn to it. It calls your name. Call- Kristen, watch me. It, yeah, no. It's more like that. Like, if I'm if I'm looking Halloween for a movie to watch on, like, Friday. <laughs> yeah. Like, on a Friday night, if I'm not hanging out with you, like, and I'm trying to look at something to watch, like, I'll go through a bunch of movies, and if there's something scary, that tends to be the thing that I watch if I can't find anything else. Even if it's bad. It's like I need I need to see that movie about the dolls that come to life and kill people, and then I watch it and I'm like, why did I waste two hours of my life? But every once in a while, every once in a while, you, you hit find that gem. A gem. You do. You do. You really do. Uh, on the same day that Ouija comes out, Ouija, we made a joke in one of our stories. Oh yeah. <laughs> one of our stories is not published yet. It was it was called. Um, Medea and the Undead was the the story that one of our characters was watching. Yeah, which we thought was like ridiculous. Because we like, wouldn't have Medea fighting the undead, you know? No. <laughs> well, guess what? Well, Tyler Perry's <laughs> Boo a Medea Halloween comes out on October twenty-first. And of course she's battling ghosts. Ghosts which is close and other to scary be- movie cliches. Yes. So so I would like to just get to extend my middle finger to you, Tyler Perry, for creeping in on my like, my <laughs> cell phone. You're like, oh, Jeff's got some great ideas. And it, like, he's like hacked my Google Drive account. And Tyler like, Perry, at this point, I just think he like lies on a giant couch and is fed bonbons, and someone <laughs> fans him, and then he just randomly like spouts out ideas for movies, <laughs> and people just make them, and then they slap make them in a weekend. Yeah, it's well, like, he's in him. Tyler Perry's grandma's mm-hmm. house. Yeah. Tyler Perry's naughty hose. Like, <laughs> 
he's just bored and he's like, call it this. And they're like, okay, Tyler, what should it be about? And he like spins out some crazy magical story. Tyler but this one is actually Medea in. Medea and Shaft. Wait a minute. Yep. This one, Medea, you know, she's. Battles the ghost. At this point, he probably has to, only has to phone it in. I think he's played Medea so many times, he probably didn't even have to think about it anymore. Ooh, what if he is Medea now? Like he like Harry Potter, yeah. yeah. Probably I mean I am Harry enough Potter. of his personality probably <laughs> is Medea. You wanna see me do he's magic? Probably, he's probably yeah, he's probably like at home he's probably like at home with his family and he just like slips into Medea randomly when he's like up and cook dinner and everybody's like Dad. They put the dishes away. <laughs> he goes all Medea and his kids. I'm sure. He probably does. I don't know. It's gotta be a rough life. Uh, no it isn't. He makes a ton of money. Good for you, Tyler Perry. Yeah, good for you. Next is gonna be like Medea's Labor Day. I mean, why not? <laughs> What Medea's Independence Day, where she has to, like, fight the aliens? Yeah. 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 Now, if that comes out, I know he's creeping on our podcast. <laughs> Moving on. On October 28th, there's another Dan Brown movie where Tom Hanks is back. Yeah. Is this- um, the third one yeah. of these called Inferno. Um, Inferno. These books were all the rage like 10 years ago. Yeah, I know. I haven't heard a single person mention they were reading Dan Brown no, since then. No, me neither. I remember my dad was like all into like the Da Vinci Code, and I like that read one, half I read of it. It was kind of decent. I read but, you know, one. it was cool. Um, yeah. It was a good read. I, it was an easy read. Yeah, it was. You know? it's, he's I, a very straightforward you know it, it, writer. I, I don't mind an easy read because I, I feel like our books are easy reads. Yeah, so yeah. I don't, I I don't like have a problem with easy read. But like when I was at the bookstore the other day, she said that the Dan Brown books, like uh, Harleysville books in Harleysville, like she said the Dan Brown books sell. I'm sure yeah, they James do. Patterson, I mean, because it's, Brown, it's like, like a straightforward story. Sometimes there's like a little bit of interesting, like political or religious intrigue, yeah. and a little mystery, a little science that's completely unrealistic science, but still, you know, just hope that this, this one doesn't have another creepy albino guy beating himself up with a cat and tails because I could go for the rest of my life without seeing that again. Yeah, it was weird. Weird. Totally weird. Moving on, same day. Rings! Rings! It's like as if you weren't scared by the one ring, now there's like a bunch of them. So, basically, ring, I still have rings nightmares is... about that bitch crawling out of my TV. That's yeah. all I have to say about that. So, I, I, I feel like this, you know. <laughs> if you know what we were talking about, the ring, I hope you do, because everybody should know what the ring is. Because it's a legitimately scary movie. Oh, yeah. But I feel like scared the crap out of me. I feel like someone's going to be really amped for rings. Like, my friend Lacey from college is going to be all about rings. And she's going to go to the theater, and she's going to leave the theater, and she'll be like, you know what? I should have stayed home on my couch and watched The Ring. The Ring. The original ring. And actually, watch the Japanese ring instead of watching this movie. Oh, yeah. That's scary. That's a lot scary. Of, a lot of times, if you watch the Japanese version of a horror it's movie, really yeah. way scarier. I can't think of one that, like, there, wasn't. Yeah, like, there was one. They did. They remade, like, the one about the cell phone, and the American version was so crappy, but the Japanese version was super scary. And the same thing with, oh, what was that one that um, Buffy was in? Um, where the girl is, like, haunting her house because her husband killed her. And she's like, I can't remember what it was called, but that one was really scary, too. But the Japanese version was, like, super I scary. know. It, and she had, like, all that hair. Like, her hair would come out. It's not it's sinister, right? It's basically, like, you know, every time I clean out my shower drain, I think the lady's coming to get me. Is it sinister? No, that was that one with Ethan Hawke where the kids are evil. That one was okay. It was creepy. I expect you to remember more of these than... Ah, there, The Grudge. Yes, The Grudge! I knew it was like something like that. I was going to say The Curse, but I was like, no, it was more angry than A Curse. So yeah, it's The Grudge. Yeah, that's a scary movie, but the Japanese version is super scary. Nightmare-inducing. She's going to be in a Cruel Intentions TV movie. 
Oh, because she was in the movie. Yeah. One. Oh, I didn't know she was on Star Wars Rebels. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Look at my buff. Rebels is a good show. Good show. I have heard that. So rings. Uh, I, I'm rings. I, I might even just skip rings. I'm skipping rings because ring the ring two is really dumb. I forgot about that. I blocked it. There out. was like is deer. That yeah, it's freezing. I know. They were like <laughs> deer in it, and they were like attacking a car, and I was like, "What in the hell is this?" I mean, mind you, I live in Pennsylvania and drive at night, so deer's attacking my car is a real. Possibility. The last three days, every day I've seen deer in my backyard. I've seen them every time I've driven home this summer. I've yeah. seen at least one. Mm-hmm. Sometimes in the middle of the road. I almost hit one when I was scared. Yeah, I almost hit one the other night, too. Because they just, they're dumb. I, you know, yeah. Louis C.K. does a whole thing about deer yeah. that's really funny and how dumb they are. And they just, like, walk out in the middle of the street. They're like, oh, hey, guys. How's it going? Oh, I'm not supposed to be here, am I? Whoops. All right, all right. Now Rings. We're, we're moving into November. We're past all the Halloween movies, and we're let's talk about the second most amped I am for the, like the movie I'm second most amped for this fall, and that's Doctor Strange. Strange. Yeah, this movie looks metal. Awesome! I can't wait to see how they tie it into the rest of the MCU. Um, I just want to see all the cool visual effects because just seeing like the the promo ad, I was like. Damn, that looks dope. Logan and I watched this one also this morning when I was doing oh, some yeah. research. Though I didn't need to because I've seen it like 50 times. It's but at so the cool. end, when he's got the cape on, he's in full uniform, you know what my kid said? What? Superman! Aww! No! <laughs> no! No! No, Logan, we're not going to make you watch Man of Steel. <laughs> I really wish I would have queued up some, like, Anakin, like, no... Yeah. No. Because that would have been like just, just That's like the best thing. Just like perfect. Be like Superman. <laughs> <laughs> I totally put that on at work when I'm really angry about that. <laughs> at least make my one coworker Amy crack up. <laughs> There, there's there's a top three for me this this fall and and Doctor Strange number two. Strange. I love Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange. Uh, comics when I was uh, when I was younger. Uh, you know, I think it, I think it's gonna be awesome. Uh, the movie looks just flat out amazing. And let's face it, you know, Marvel, you know, Ultron wasn't as great. It was better the second time through, but yeah. Ultron, and Iron Man two were the weakest ones. Yeah, and they were both the second one in a series. You know, second Avengers movie, second Iron yeah. Man movie. So. Yeah. I, I I just feel like I feel like they can't screw Doctor Strange up. I Don't just, say things like that, but not gonna it wait. just looks awesome. And like, you know, you got Cumberbatch, who's always kinda interesting to watch. Yeah, Tilda right? Swinton. T- Tilda Swinton, who's always Swinton. awesome. Um She's like so creepy. perfect for sci fi. Yeah, she just, she's just she just embodies whatever role she takes on and she's like totally fine with just being whoever. The role calls for her to be so. I don't care. I'm really excited to see this movie. If it's not perfect, well, neither is life. But I am still amped to see it, and it looks super cool. So very cool. Um, everything I've heard about it's been good. So we shall see. All right. Next is the arrival. It's on, about a um, cunning linguist who has to meet with some aliens and try to decipher their babble. So this is on November 11th. Uh, Amy Adams bothers me. She bugs me. Yeah, um, it really depends on what movie she's in. Because sometimes she's so, like, just irritating. Yeah. Know. She drives me nuts. Um, it's got Jeremy Renner. He's always good. 
Even in guys, the bad guys, guys, I'm out of arrows. I'm, not, I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna go home. <laughs> Why don't you take one of the arrows from the dead aliens? Ew. Ew. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the basic thing is that you know we make first contact, and that Amy Adams is going to be the one that decides to decipher the language barrier so we can communicate. Um, and then we find out that they just came here to eat us, like in that really cool Twilight Zone episode. Yeah. yeah. How to cook humans? <laughs> How to cook for four humans? No. That's from Simpsons. Uh, yeah. So basically, <laughs> I'm gonna put a hold on this one. Uh, I'm gonna watch it. It's Netflix because Amy uh, Adams bothers me, and I'm not gonna go. You know, you know, you get to the movie half hour before it starts. You know, you gotta buy your tickets online, you gotta stand in line, yeah. you gotta find your seat, you gotta it's all this. Then you gotta sit through commercials. Yeah. Then trailers, which we probably see online anyway. True. And then you watch the movie and just to leave and be like, what? What? I could have just. We were, I, we were talking about how we're both a little afraid that this is gonna be like contact part due. Yeah. Which I had like such high hopes for that movie and then I was like, what the huh? Contact no. was a massive three hour letdown. Totes. And I really like Jodie Foster, but like, nope. No. Nope. No. Nope. Nope. Speaking nope. of disappointments. <laughs> On November 18th, we have a movie coming out called The Disappointment Room. The Disappointment Room, also known as Some People's Honeymoon Suite. Just kidding! So this is a horror movie. Right. That was good, by the way. Yeah, I know I didn't really acknowledge that right away. I should have said it. I like, was framing my next thought, and I do that sometimes. I'm like, I'm going to say this next, and then you say something funny, and I, I don't react to it right away, because I'm like, I'm like ready to swing at the next pitch, and sports... So, the Disappointments Room is right. like a horror movie about a house that has like a haunted room. And let yeah. me tell you, from uh, the trailer and from what I've read about it, it sounds like it's going to be a massive disappointment. Again, I will probably watch it at some point, but I probably will not hey, watch it in the theater or okay. pay money to watch it. But Yep, disappointments. Now, on the same day... Because you're not going to go see the Disappointments Room. What no, you're going not. to go see is... Fantastic Beasts! And where to find them. Find this is you'll number... find me on that day, watching Fantastic Beasts and where to find them. So this is number three on... Um... This is my number one. This, this is your number is one? I'm most No, you Rogue One's your number one. Um, alright. Well, can really? I just tie them? I, I love Harry Potter so much. I, I love Star Wars too, but, but... But Harry stories? I don't know. I'm going to tie them. Tie them. I can't tie them. Fine. All right. So you're saying if I could only see one one movie this fall, would it be Fantastic Beasts or would it be Rogue One or would it be Doctor Strange? No. So why not go see all three? I'm going to see all three. If I only had to pick, if I could only pick one, I'd probably see Rogue One. But if I could pick two, then obviously it'd be Fantastic Beasts. Thanks. We're in the same boat. I like agreeing with you, bestie. Let's pound on it. Boom! So, but, but I am seriously really excited for this movie. This movie looks great. You know, uh, some of us, uh, you know, we we read like the little little guide, little paper, you know, guide she put out for charity, the little Fantastic mm-hmm. Beasts. You know, obviously, developed that into more of a storyline. Um, David Yates is directing again. You know, he directed like half the Harry Potter movies. Yeah, right? I know you re- like. I think it was like four, six, and both parts of seven. I think. I think so. Yeah, if I'm correct. Uh, so. We know we did a good job there. The movie looks fantastic. The oh, casting yeah, looks, looks fantastic. So cool. Yeah, uh, every, everything about it looks looks great. You know, it's taking place here. 
So yes. we start learning more about. It's cool. I think it's so exciting that they had to like come and come up with like how to portray all of these beasts on screen, like kind of from scratch, because you don't know. You only know in JK's mind like how she would have pictured them, but yeah. then you have to like create them and make them real. Yeah, like, that's quite challenging. So the movie looks amazing. Um, you know, it's, it it's, you know, it's New York. We learn about magic in the U S yes. and we learn about, you know, more beasts, more beasts, which I always loved Hagrid when he was introducing all the cool beasties that he found. Mm-hmm. So, so it's going to be cool that, you know, we're, we're not dealing with an evil wizard this time. Probably. No, it, I think it's just that the beasts get loose, right? And he has to like, gotta go collect, collect them. them. And yeah. like the, the promos just look so cool because mm-hmm. some of the beasts, like you can't see, but they're like yeah. affecting all of like the structures Buildings that are and, destroyed. Yeah. Yeah. It just, it looks like it's going to be so much fun. I'm really excited. Really for that. am. November's going to be a very yeah. magical month com- with Dr. Magical. Strange and, and yes. Fantastic Beasts. Next is um, a Disney movie that's coming out on the 23rd of November. Um, Moana. I think it's Disney, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. Yes, it is. Okay. Um, And she's a Pacific Islander, um, so it's a female heroine, and she is going on a quest to find a demigod named um, Maui, which is where we went to in Hawaii. And in this movie, Maui is voiced by Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Um, So we're just throwing this one out there because it features, you know, demigods and mermaids and what have you, and... Um, it's a little tough little girl going on an adventure, so this should be fun. Um, probably won't see this one in the theater, but this will be a fun one to uh, maybe. Uh, aw, sorry, I'm watching kit- cats kiss each other. Um, anyway, <laughs> they're very lovey creatures. Um, this looks cool. I think it'll be a fun thing to uh, hopefully watch with my nephew or Logan someday. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. pretty so neat stuff. He likes the cartoons. Cartoons. Moving on. So, next one on our list is um, <laughs> Collateral Beauty, which at first we were like, huh, what the, hmm? But um, it's a Will Smith's movie that's coming out of Christmas, and the reason why we've included it is because it's supposed to be sort of like a cross between It's a Wonderful Life and uh, some aspects of like the Wizard, Wizard of Oz type. And yeah. I've always thought of It's a Wonderful Life as sort of in the sci-fi genre because it plays with alternate universes right so mm-hmm. yeah you're um, saying alternate yeah and reality. i have i have a story um in volume one in volume one where it's it's jed um going through it's a wonderful life but instead of everything going bad everybody has a better life for that jed but anyway uh you know what's interesting about that story though i was thinking about this is that i mean because we wrote that like you know probably four years ago mm-hmm. four or five years ago and when you wrote that that right. was the first time we wrote a story where the main character wasn't less less yeah, yeah that, was, right. that was interesting yeah, it was fun. Then I wrote Breaking really Sarah fun. after that. Yeah, where she's the main character. It was it was fun because I really love Jed. I love writing Jed stories now, um, because I I just think he's such like a, I don't know, like I love that he always has these dreams and he tries to like achieve them, but then they never really work out. Well, he's kind of anchored by less. He's yeah, and he's like sort of stopped by his friends like from achieving his potential because sometimes like he actually does have good ideas yeah. or and he can execute them mm-hmm. and it's just, you know, for whatever reason the wrong message gets out about them and he never, you know. Let's just finishes. hope he doesn't cook anything like he does in the Songsonium. Yes, but at the end of the Songsonium <laughs> he makes that amazing. Cook. We yeah. can't tell him, right? But, um, anyway. anyway, that's enough of the stories about uh, our books. But um, so basically, Collateral Beauty—it's the Will Smith version of "It's a Wonderful Life," and it's going to be a Christmas type story. So, could be a fun thing to watch with uh, your family. I, Will Smith is extremely charismatic, and this is not an M Night Shyamalan Ding Dong film, nah. so I'm more likely to see this. Probably not in the theater, but probably you know, 
Probably one of those fun movies you throw on at Christmas once it's been out a couple years. When you're years. in the mood. Yeah. I love a good Christmas movie. You know? Now. Now we, we, about we talk about what we're most excited about. Is Rogue One. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, just, no. Sorry. Let's not, ever, let's never, let's not do that ever again. <laughs> I, that's how they, they, they do that in the promo. Right. Yeah. Oh, are you actually mad that I made fun of you? You're mean. Oh, I am mean. Are you mean, still going to be my mean. best friend? Yes. Nah, nice. All right, oh, anyway, what do we need to say? There's nothing. Except there's nothing. Darth Vader. Like, I'm going to see Vader again. It's you know what's so awesome? amazing. Is recently, I noticed that our Rogue One, uh, we did a Rogue One podcast like months ago. I, I yeah. want to say like March. The right? numbers for that have been climbing like crazy. And that's before we saw any of the trailers for yeah, it. Yeah, the trailers. And awesome. all of our theories that we made in Rogue One about Vader being there, about there yeah. being no Jedi, about them possibly all dying at the end. Like, a lot of these things are, like, now coming up in conversation. Yeah. Also, the other reason why the Rogue One podcast that we made back then is more popular is that about two months ago, I noticed I spelled it Rouge One. Oh, <laughs> I know. I don't... <laughs> so, like, the numbers went astronomical. After people realized that we weren't actually talking about women's makeup. No, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, maybe I'll... This re- just I'll... looks super cool. You know what? It's the first time where I'm going to watch a Star Wars movie, and I don't know if everybody's going to be dead at the end, right? Because every time I've ever watched a Star Wars movie, I'm like, all right, pretty good chance everybody's going to... All the main characters, the heroes are going to make it. Who do we see? It. We see Everyone's Mon, Mon Mothra. Like, we know yeah. she's going to make it. Right. They're probably throwing some Admiral Akbar in there. Why not, you know? Akbar, it's a trap. It's a trap. But all like this, the people that are leading this mission and going in, I mean, you never hear about them any, ever again. So it's very highly possible that none of them make it. Right? Yeah. It's scary. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm kind of, all bets are off. You don't I'm, know what might happen. I'm okay with them not making it. I'm okay with that too, because it's extremely dangerous. I want it to mission. be a one shot story. Here's the story. You know? Yeah, and it's an extremely dangerous. They mission. beam the trans the ship the the transmission to Leia's ship, and then boom. Yeah, I mean, if it if it was the way that you know most countries fight wars now, they probably would have had like some, a plan for self destruct that you know the plans would get back, but the people wouldn't. Yeah, you know, it's possible that they would know going in mm-hmm. that they weren't supposed to come back. You know, but it's pretty awesome. We, we see some Vader. We're gonna have some new baddies. Vader. We're going to we got some um, Forest Whitaker. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's pretty, uh, pretty cool. I hate, I hate Felicity Jones's line, where she's like, "This is a rebellion." I rebel. I hate that line, though. Nah. It's so corny. <laughs> like every time I've seen it, like it's not in the recent trailers, but it was in the early ones. Every time I face palmed immediately when I heard that line, I was like, "Oh come on!" It's still Star this Wars. This is a rebellion. That's why I smoke weed. Like what the like no like. <laughs> I hate sand so much. It's coarse and gritty. <laughs> Not like you. <laughs> Great. Thanks, Anakin. Way too hit on the lady. But I still, I had, I have no more theories to add to Rogue One than oh, what we said. Right. You know, what is it? Five months ago when we made that Rogue One, right. what to expect, like, podcast. I'm really like, wondering, like, yeah, who is the person inside of the, um, the, em- the Empire that's, like... That's giving up the goods. Oh, I think know? they who turn. I think who turns. They, I think they take it. I, I mean, I think they take it, but like, how did they find out where know, it was? Yeah, like, where do you think to they take it look? from the Death Star though? I don't. I mean, I don't know. I'm. A, I was thinking that somebody 
was like a, a turncoat or something, you know, and sort of said like, hey, uh, hey, if you want to check out the uh, plants of this, uh, here, here you go. Here you go. You got to come get them, but uh, here you go. I don't know, but uh, it's going to be really cool, and it looks scary and intense and interesting. And, and that last exciting. trailer, like, yeah, so Logan and I watched that trailer today, and I asked him, I said, do you want to go see this in the theater? Yeah. Yeah. Aww, cute guy. And then his mother goes, no. Aww. So I'll just have to distract her with like a sandwich or something. <laughs> My father used Here's to some gelato. All sorts of scary Logan movies. and I are going to Target. Sesame <laughs> finding <laughs> I don't know. Something neat. Right, buddy? We're going to be gone for three hours. Uh, don't wait up for us. Wait, what are you... What? Where are you going? <laughs> So that happens. It's a great movie. It's called Rouge One. <laughs> it's not scary at all. It's a French children's movie. You'd hate it. You'd, you'd, you'd hate it. He has to. He has to read all the subtitles. <laughs> he can't read. He can read some words. He'll... Trucks. <laughs> Logan. No, no, none of those words are used. But no, okay, no, guy. Sure. So anyway, uh, we don't really need to say anything else about Rogue One that's not already said in our Rogue One podcast. I'm sold on it now. I wasn't for a little bit, uh, but I'm totally sold on it now. I think it looks like a great departure. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, pretty awesome. Fun stuff. Moving on. All right. On December 21st. Yeah, you got some Fastbender, Assassin's Creed. And if you listen to our podcast last week. Mm-hmm. You'd we, know we that. We didn't talk about this because it wasn't out yet. Right, but you'd know that we don't really favor video game movies that much. They don't usually turn out to be as as good as the game. No matter who you put in there, yeah. we always feel like the story they create for the game for the movie isn't as good as the story for the game. Right. And they won't tell the same story as the game in the movie, and right. it's just a lot of flaws, and we're just. And yeah, and I'm, I'm probably even gonna just skip this one completely. Yeah, I mean, I like Fassbender. He was awesome in um, the Macbeth that I saw him well, in. Well, that was he's Magneto. Yeah, he's been great as Magneto in the X Men. He's even great in that weird movie Shame that I have. <laughs> you love that but, movie. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so weird and sad. But um, but you know, he's a great uh, actor. Yeah, hands down, so, he's amazing. Uh, I'll give this one a shot when it's out on um, DVD. Not not going to the theater for it, but hey, cool. I'm sure there'll be a lot of uh, kids that go see this because, you know, it's about a video game. So. Yeah. Finally. Oh, yeah, this movie looks dope, too. We come to our, our last one, and uh, at the time we were recording this, we could not find a trailer for this. Right. Because we saw only weird ones. We thought we found a trailer for it, and then I'm like, nope, that's from Guardians of the Galaxy. Christian's yeah, like, like, are you sure? And then the next scene, she's like, uh, yeah. Yeah, somebody like just. Then it was like the Hunger Games. Yeah, mashed up like two seconds that somebody like released of a clip and then like put in a whole bunch of scenes from other movies that they're in. So, anyway, the movie we're talking about is called Passengers. Passengers. It stars Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. The concept here is that they're on a colony ship and it's going to take them 120 years to reach a new planet. But for some reason, their two pods wake up. When there's 90 years remaining in the journey. Right. And they, uh, we don't know why, but for some reason they can't go back to sleep. Right. And then so, it seems like they have to be the ones to save the ship because it's going to do like a self-destruct thing. So, um, and they also like fall in love. Oh, I'm sure they snuggly do. Snuggly love. Snuggly love. Snuggly no, anyway. space love. Anyway, I think this looks super cool and it's such like an interesting sort of sad story. 
because you know, like you know, they're doomed. Even yeah, even if the ship makes it to where it's supposed to go in the end, they're not gonna live that long. So they're not. You know, usually the when they sort of put you to sleep on these spaceships, you're sort of frozen in time. But if you wake up, you know, time goes back to normal. So you know they're not gonna make it. No. So their whole existence is just gonna be on the ship, and it's just the two of them. So hopefully, you know, hopefully uh, they have a good time. Maybe they play some exploding cats for yeah. like thirty years. I don't know. <laughs> Not playing Catan again with you. Come on. Do we have sex again? Fine. Oh, if we have to. Jeez. But um, you know, I mean, you know, it could be worse. It could have been two people that like, yeah, just completely hate each other all. Well, time. maybe they do. We don't know that. Well, I don't know. I heard it was a love story, so I'm gonna go with that. And it's um, gotta be a love story. If you're stuck with somebody, you're going to find something that you like about them just so you can... I know. I know, because, I mean, just because so you... everybody always says, like, not if you were, like, the last man on Earth. But, you know, sometimes it's like, but what if they were? It's <laughs> a great In Living Color sketch with, like, the last man on Earth. And all the women are, like, making him, like, bring him drinks and stuff. And, like, <laughs> dance for him and stuff. Oh, and just, so just making fun of him the whole time. Aww. So that wraps up our fall movie, Extravaganza! We hope you enjoyed it. We are really excited to see a lot of these films, and we will tell you our thoughts after we, uh, we after check we them out. Them. We'll, probably, we'll probably do a Rogue One breakdown, just like we did the Force Awakens oh, yeah, one last year. That was the only one we ever really did like that. where we Because like, it was so amazing! And we saw it twice in one day. Yeah. <laughs> Skipped your work party. <laughs> Then I had to come home and be like... I still feel bad about that, but I wasn't feeling feeling that well. Because I had totally... I'm such a nerd. Okay, I totally had a panic attack when we watched Star Wars the first time, and it was really bad, and I was, like, trying to keep it to myself, but I totally, like, missed the whole scene with, like, the monsters on Han Solo's ship because I was, like, freaking out. But it was because I was so excited to be there, and I was, like, afraid that something would happen to me before I got to see the end. That's... Get those nerds! 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 Basically, yeah, that's so. So I wasn't feeling good from that, and uh, the idea of like facing my coworkers, even though they're very nice people, I was like, uh, I can't do it tonight. Just be like, I didn't want to bring Jeff to my holiday party with me. No, I just thought I wasn't feeling good, which was true. I wasn't because I had a panic attack. So I was like dealing with the after effects of that. The Raftars, they gave you the panic attack. No, I'm telling you, was I was so excited to see it, and I like this happened when I saw the last Harry Potter too. I get like I get this idea in my head that I'm like somehow not gonna get to see the end because some ca- catastrophe will stop me from seeing <laughs> the whole movie, and then I have to like get out of that loop in my head where I go there. I'm not. I'm not trying to say that I'm a completely sane and normal individual. I, I do realize that I have we love I have you. personality quirks. Thank you. I love me too, and I love you, best friend. Aww. But, so yeah, we did see it twice. So anyway, that's the end of our fall movie extravaganza. Go to our website, prisondad.com. We have free stories, we have other podcasts. We have character bios, yeah. short shorts, uh-huh. other short stories. You can check out our Rogue One You can buy uh, our books. Yeah, or yeah. link to the Amazon page where you can buy our books. You can and remember, go to ch- uh, chessycon.org or just Google chessycon. Chessie! And we'll be there. You can talk to us. You totally can. We offer free hugs at our... our, our our booth. We do. Mm-hmm. Uh, not so many people take us up on that, but hey. Someone you know. pointed at it and was like, yeah, and then like walked away. But we have free candy sometimes too. So that's, that, you should really stop by for those butterscotch buttons because that's a good time, people. 
<laughs> um, but in any event, um, we'd so, love to hear what you guys think about these new movies coming out in the fall. If yeah. anybody's heard anything or anybody's really excited about uh, some things or not other things, uh, hopefully you guys don't aren't all really empty to see Ouija. <laughs> Just kidding. This Ouija looks better than the original one. But. All right. Well, until next week, you keep it classy out there, listeners. Yeah. Enjoy your life. Eat some donuts. <laughs>